Hello and welcome to episode 83 of Our Weird Life. My name is Jack. My name is Jodie. Hello everyone. Hello, Hope good morning. Hope you're doing very well. Yeah, this is the early morning edition. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jack sounds a bit sleepy edition. I apologise. <laughs> we're here and we're ready to go. Um, Your voice is really affected by the morning. Do you think mine is? Not really. No, I don't think so either. It doesn't really change. Mine sounds like... I've just woken up out of a hundred years sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the ground starts moving around yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dear me. Anyway. Um, maybe I'd be really good at that throat singing, you know, like the monk one. Yes, Mongolian yeah. throat singing. Maybe I'd be very good at that. Mm, I think you would be. It's a new calling. Or like heavy metal. Yeah, <laughs> true. All that. Have you ever tried that? I mean, don't do it now. Yeah, it just it just hurts. Oh, I think you have to go through a period of um, a lot of discomfort and pain with that. Really? To actually access the you know to know we... how to move air through your vocal cords to be able to scream and stuff. I thought if you did it properly, it wasn't supposed to hurt. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of videos that say that are counter to that. They say that mm. they have to go through this really painful period where they. B- before they know how to make the air do what it's supposed to do. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like funnel through. Yeah. <laughs> funnel through. I'm just undoing my jacket. Sorry. Bit, uh, a bit raunchy for this time of day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got that many layers on. So she's exposing her second layer of pyjamas today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing two layers of pyjamas. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous the amount of layers you have to wear. It's that cold. Anyway, Are you okay? Sounds. Are you doing good? Yes, I'm okay. Thank you. Um, I can um, <laughs> I can tell that I'm getting older purely by the things that are recommended to me on my phone. Oh, really? Yeah, What's so been recommended to you? On a daily basis now, I'm getting cat and dog videos <laughs> shown to me <laughs> of channels that I don't follow. Well, I keep... What? That's weird. Because I said oh, you one yesterday. Yeah, I know, but it's just... It's been coming up for the past, I don't know, three months. On YouTube, or uh, like Instagram, YouTube. Really? Well, I do. Everything. I do send you a lot of animal videos. And do you watch it other than that? Because if you don't, then obviously it's gonna. Yeah, I do. Sometimes they'll, you know, as you're scrolling on Instagram, because yeah. half of the time you don't know what is an advert and True. what's something you're following and and what's re- just recommended. Maybe, maybe you follow an animal page that you've I forgot. Don't. Oh, I don't follow any. That's weird then. Yeah, because on the page that I was using is the you know the silly drawing one and um the only thing i follow is like cartoons illustrators i don't know animation stuff yeah it's not related to dogs <laughs> or cats well you saying that reminds me the other week my our friend wanted to start snowboarding and i sent her like a video of a child snowboarding backwards and it they looked really cool and it was like I was like this is going to be you <laughs> like on your first day and since then she had like just hundreds of snowboarding children like recommended to her yeah the uh, on the on the feed the algorithm knows exactly how to but like it, show you it's what weird you how it, you like. if you get sent something it seems to recommend those type of videos yeah true which is odd no one sends me videos really Oh. I, I do it all the time. Is that annoying? I do it no, all the time. No, not at all. I, I 
That is annoying, isn't it? I do it to different people. No, it's not annoying because <laughs> they're funny. Like, for I example, just... yesterday you sent me... Actually, you didn't send that me wasn't... the video. You sent me a video of you filming you watching a video. I was watching it. I'm obsessed with watching dogs getting groomed in Korea. Like, well, South Korea specifically. It's very satisfying, isn't it? Yeah. To go from the, the one yesterday was this just snow white coloured long haired little dog. I don't know how tiny. big it was exactly compared to, I don't know, a hand, but it was very small. Yeah. Um and it was its first haircut. Its first ever haircut. And its since hair it had was been right down to the floor. It was just a little mop shuffling yeah, around. It looked like the dog from um the magic roundabout. That's it, yeah. But it didn't it literally didn't you couldn't see its face. Yeah. And it was um, so cute. Then it had its its first grooming session. Yeah. its face. I know. And it had water on it. It was like... <laughs> looking all sad. Oh, gosh. It was really cute. I've got to say, watching that video, I was like, I don't know where these dogs come from, but they are calm as hell. My dog would never be washed well, like that. that that's not that. true, actually. Like, a lot of the videos they put on, uh, they show the dogs, like, getting quite aggressive. Oh, really? And how they deal with it. Uh, and there was one I watched yesterday, and it was a Shiba Inu, yeah. a Shiba dog, and um, they're very apparently they're very sensitive around their necks, which I didn't know, but that's what it said in the video. Interesting. Um, so <laughs> he he just didn't like anything being done to him at mm. all, and he was quite aggressive. Like he had his he didn't bite them, but he had his teeth burying them. Yeah. And they did this technique, which was like, I'm sure they, what did they call it? Um, I don't know. Anyway, they, the one staff member was holding the dog and bouncing it up, up and down <laughs> and going, doggy, 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 <laughs> like that. And the, like other, baby or the other staff member was cleaning inside the ears because mm. they don't, dogs often don't like inside their ears being touched today. I remember my dog had an ear infection once and it was a nightmare because he was yeah. a West Highland Terrier. So he was, he was really quite snappy. And I remember my mum having to try and do that and cut his nails and everything. It was a nightmare. Mm. But this, this little thing that they did, they were like, we're going to do that. It wasn't called the doggy technique, it was called the, dodo technique or something like that i don't know what it, then i went do 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 and the dog's so distracted that he like doesn't notice that they've put a swab in the ear well, or he's like heads flopped to the side so he just they just don't notice very but, um dogs have weird ears inside don't they they are weird why do they have so many little strange bubbles and stuff i guess maybe because their ears are so sensitive <laughs> i always used to look inside my dog's ear just out of curiosity <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's, it's like really a cave weird. with all these you know strange pink fleshy <laughs> like balls in there yeah it's just full of balls isn't it like little crevices little nodules yeah but i think that's why they're so prone to infection yeah, well, I suppose Maybe, so. Like I mean, they are always they are always out and about, aren't they? Well, Scrambling you around just, in the dirt you and go outside and you just shove your head in a pile of dirt and then you come inside and that just stays in your ear. That's <laughs> happen, isn't it? What do you expect? What do you expect? Silly dog. Actually, I was looking at some uh, random dog facts. Really? As a result of being suggested so many. Um, oh, okay. I love dogs, by the way. Um, let's see if you find these interesting, Jodley. Apparently a dog's nose print, dogs have cute noses, don't they? They do have cute noses. Do you noses. prefer when dogs have like pink noses or black noses? I think it depends on the breed, but I think a black nose 
is definitely yeah very curious. More cute, yeah. Um, so a dog's nose print is unique, much like a person's fingerprint. Oh, really? Yeah, so you'll never find the two oh. dog print, dog wonder, nose print that's the same. I wonder if you could get like a like a, a nose print done for you, like your dog. A stamp, you mean? You know how people get their kids' hands and feet and things? Yeah. Maybe you could get your dog's snout in like a... But then what if it... That wouldn't be very nice to do to the dog, would it? Or if you got cement stuck in its nostrils. What if you put like a treat in the cement? <laughs> and then it like went to get it and... It's just going to dig it though, isn't it? It's not going to... Well, put it then... Okay, put the treat in front of the cement so it can't like quite reach it, you know, and the snout's in the way. Mm. And then the snout ends up going into the... I reckon there's a, a clever digital way you could do that. If you... You know, if you've got a a glass door or something that leads to outside. Mm. Wait for your dog to press their nose up against the glass door. Yeah. And then take, somehow take a picture of that print mm. and then sort of digit like print the digital copy of that. Oh, you mean like, you meant like an ink stamp? Yes, and like an ink stamp, yeah. I meant like but a... But it would be a snot stamp. Like a plasticine cast. Yeah. Plasticine? Is that the right thing? The same cement. as when, same as when kids put their hands in. Yeah, I mean like that. Little babies. Little babies. <laughs> little babies. Oh. Um, I don't know how I do feel you think about that's weird. What that we have put, do handprints? Yeah, that we just keep like a a plaster cast of a small hand or foot. It's I've, kind of, I've never it's done kind it. of strange what we what we keep in general when you think about it. You know. Mm. Or you know, we collect over time. For some, for some reason, like we find value. Or how do you feel when someone shows you like baby clothes that you wore, and then they like show you some little booties, and they're like, "These were your little booties." Yeah, it's just unbelievable. I mean, in my house, um, on top of my favourite toy when I was when I was a kid, he was a little squirrel that my great nan made for me. Called Nutty. Nut- um, Mutty? Nutty. Nutty. Because he was a squirrel. Exactly. Very Fla- clever. Classic. Did you name him? I don't remember. I don't remember. Probably not. If probably really probably not. I think that sounds too intelligent for <laughs> me. Um, my my baby hat, which has got a little anchor on, Aww. is on top of Nutty. Aww. And there he remains. <laughs> he the hat or he the Nutty? He the Nutty and he the hat. They both remain there. Yeah. But, like... And, uh, sorry, to answer your question, I can't believe that that was ever able to fit on my head. I have a really t- hard time, like, actually, like, making a connection and, like, sort of feeling anything when someone shows me something like that. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I just kind of go, right, that's baby clothes. But I, I don't remember wearing them. No. I don't remember being that small. No. So, do you have an earliest memory? I have, I have one. I think I have distinct yeah. earliest memory. I do have some early memories, but other than that, it's very blurry. Go ahead. I remember riding round on my tractor in a flat that we used to. We lived in a flat, mm. you know, before we lived in the house, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had a tractor. 
attractor. How the hell I had a tractor in a little flat, I don't know, but I would bomb it around the corners and reverse, and I used to love it. Was and it I like electric, think, or was no, it No, it was pedal. Yeah, and I just remember riding around on my tractor. A pedal tractor. I can't yeah. even imagine what that would look like. This is why I've always got these... Um, you know, deep down, I think I want to be a farmer or something. <laughs> Go back to nature. <laughs> Go back to nature. Because you were, um, what's it called? Plowing the fields in your house. Yep, exactly. Making sure the carpet was pruned. I was plowing the weave. The <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have an early memory of being at nursery. Like, I quite like, but that's not too young, is it? That's like what I mean. Like, nursery. Yeah, can you remember really? Really young. Um, I remember being in a pram. Do you and, actually? Yeah. Wow. And not like a like a a little pram. I remember being in like a pram and like a you know the next one up, like a toddler pram. And like see, a chair. <laughs> no. <laughs> like the next one up, not like one where you lie down, like one where it's just you sitting up. And I remember just I just seeing my brothers like in the park. Mm. And I was too small to get out, kind of thing. It makes me wonder, as you as you get older, you would think that your earliest memory would move further along, wouldn't you, really? Mm. But I don't think that happens, does it? I think you just have these little snapshots in time yeah. that never really leave you no. from when you're younger. It's not like they just start fading away. Yeah. Your memory just gets... <laughs> Less good, <laughs> so you remember less about the present well, I than think you do about what you've got you already have, locked away in there. I always think this, like, your brain fills up with more stuff every day, mm. so the other stuff has to filter out. Like on Inside Out, they just get rid of the memories. <laughs> yeah. Because they need to make room for new ones. Don't you feel that it's more the short-term stuff that goes rather than the re- the stuff that's been there for years, though? Yeah, obviously. You know the way older people, they regress, uh, is that the word, regress? digress about stuff and mm. they, having, their memories of being younger are so prominent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also that's like probably an exciting time in their life. Mm, true. So they like to tell you about it because it's hard, especially if you meet an older person, it's hard to imagine them when they were younger. Yeah. If you've not known them when they were younger is what I meant. Yeah, absolutely. So it's nice to hear those stories as well, what kind of person they were. Mm. Um but I, do, I have a memory when I was at nursery. I remember walking to nursery and my nursery was orange and black. And I used to love nursery, but there was this one girl there that used to bully me. No. And my mum used to dress me in like really like eccentric, colourful clothes most of the time. And I had this waistcoat that had loads of animals on it like animals all over it. Hmm. And I had they had these little giraffe buttons on it. I'm not sure if she made it or someone made it for me or anyway, I was wearing it. And we were playing dress up this particular day, so all the costumes were out of the box. And this girl said, "You need to put the waistcoat back in the box, like it's a costume." She was saying it's a costume. Thank you, mom, for dressing me like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it went through to my adulthood where I became a clown, <laughs> like for many things. Anyway, um, yeah, and she and she pulled it off me, and it pulled a button oh. off. It ripped the button off. What so, an absolute 
I won't say the word, but yeah, well, very not nice person. And she, was, she wasn't nice to me all the whole of primary school. Mm. And finally, when I was in year six, she said to me, you don't like me, do you? She goes, you hate me, don't you? Shock horror. And I was like, no, I don't hate you. I don't hate anybody. You must have been thinking deep down, yeah, I really don't like you. I, I didn't at that age. I don't, I don't hate anyone now, but because I think hate's a very strong. And I felt bad for her in some ways because she obviously had a lot going on. Mm. People don't home. do, don't they? Yeah, but I didn't understand that at the time, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, so that I have that vivid memory. And I also won an art competition where I decorated a bookmark. This same girl happened to win first place. Well, I think we both won joint first place is what happened. Joint first place? <laughs> we did. We won joint first place and she didn't like that either because I won a book, I remember. And then another competition we did, I came second and she came first. So I think she just, yeah, she didn't like me. You were, I was very quiet though and she was very not quiet. too much competition about what the sounds of it. I was very timid but wore very... Extroverted clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you were wearing your extroversion on your clothes, on your personality. Yeah. And my mum was shy too, so I think she was trying to make me not shy. But, yeah, I was very shy. I don't like all these selects, everyone, everyone first place. I'm not a fan of that, I'm afraid. That's not a competition. <laughs> I think they couldn't choose. There must be a winner. Um, how do you feel about the fact that 45%... Are you going back to dog facts? Yeah, sorry. 45% of dogs <laughs> sleep in their owner's bed. I don't know. I'm a bit on the fence mm. about that one. I mean, yes. do whatever you will. I'm trying to think of all the different breeds of dogs there could be. Um, I think dogs I, are very comforting, aren't they? But they they get very hot. Dogs get very hot at night. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and they pant and, and they And they're sweat. covered in hairs. Yeah. But if you lived alone, I can definitely see why you would want a dog that's, at the end of your bed. That's where I was going with that, was in the fact that, yeah, if you live alone, mm. what what is really going to stop you from having a guard dog around who probably comes and sleeps on your bed? Yeah. You know. And how big is this dog? Is it like a Great Dane? Like a human-sized <laughs> dog? Or, or is it like a little teacup pub thing? Yeah. Like a little Yorkshire Terrier? Yeah. Is it, it's quite different. It's quite, I don't know. But I... I personally wouldn't have my dog sleep in my bed. Yeah, I don't think too. there'd be room for one. Like, you are massive. <laughs> you are a large person. <laughs> That's very tall. Well, I think there's a a boundary thing mm. that shouldn't be broken between animals and, and humans. So, because animals become very territorial mm. very quickly. Right. Um, and so I think you need to establish that yeah, from, from early on. And so doing something like, please come into my bed, come into my room, it's 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 raising their status and it could make them a bit more volatile than yeah. they should be. Yeah, I think you know? that's true, yeah. Which sounds kind of cruel, but also I, don't, I think it's just the way that a pack of... I mean, they're essentially wolves, aren't they? Mm. Wolves work in packs and they have statuses yeah and that's the, exactly the way that they fit into a family home they need to know where their status is or else they become more aggressive or mm. you know snappy or whatever well i don't know if letting your dog sleep in your bed would make them more aggressive i don't know because 
like yeah, maybe not maybe that would wouldn't do 45 percent of people do it if if that was the situation i i that was in america by the way that stat on uh, the whole world but i mean america is pretty large <laughs> <laughs> um but like like we we didn't but i i you yeah, know no, i don't no, i don't no. know i don't know if it would make your dog like i don't think it would make them more aggressive but if there was a maybe it was a male dog and there was a male then maybe like a, a guy in the bed as well maybe it'd make him exactly, more yeah. aggressive because my my dog was didn't like males as much as females but i think the, the hardest thing to do when you get a dog is to train the puppy because the puppy is so cute and you just want to let them do everything and oh you're so cute you did a little poo in, in the lounge <laughs> you did a little poo. but then when the dog the dog grows real fast and before you know it you have a dog that you can't handle yeah which is pooing all over the place and it's not cute anymore and i think that's why a lot of dogs end up in homes because they're just oh they're wild they're out of control but yeah true you have to train the dog from really small yeah um and like to be like to have a dog that's like pleasant for other people to be around too like my a friend of mine had a had a puppy and i and it was a big dog and like i could see that they were never they weren't training the dog and they'd never had a dog before and it was very much theirs mm. and they were quite a young person as well so and i kept telling them oh, i don't want to like intervene but you shouldn't really let your dog like eat off your plate like i know it's a puppy it's mm. very cute but you shouldn't feed it from the plate from the table no and then the more i went round this dog would jump on like it was a big dog and then it it wasn't obviously at the time when it was like a little puppy but and then as it got older it would put its paws on the table and eat food off the plate and i just remember thinking like way back then when i said to him like you shouldn't probably do that i don't want to be involved but you maybe like that thing that yeah habit. like dogs dogs like learn very quickly um how to do things and how to get away with things and if you say no then it will know that that's not okay and it, you know yeah true i agree i think that is definitely a I'd say that's a step too far. Because, like, if you have a guest come around your house, which obviously I was to them, and the dog's eaten my food before I've even, like, had a chance to sit down, how embarrassing for them. <laughs> or then they have to lock the dog away when people, guests come into the house or there's food around. Like, mm. So it's it's really difficult to train a puppy and to say no to a puppy when they're so cute. But like, I think as well, if you've got a... You know, you've got a dog that has a particular nature yeah. of being more territorial. Like my little dog, he was, as a Jack Russell cross with the Yorkshire Terrier, he was just... Um, he was feisty little thing, wasn't he? Yeah, he was feisty. That's exactly the word. If he didn't <laughs> want to do a particular thing when he didn't want to do it, then he wouldn't. Um, and they're usually uh, sometimes it's hard, it's hard fighting against that inbuilt yeah. personality that they have. Because they're usually quite loyal to one person hmm. and it's it can be a f like female in the family usually yeah like my dog was a terrier as well and he mm -hmm. just adored my mother and anyone that went near her or if i hugged her like he just went crazy like barking and everything yeah yeah my dog and, was and pretty, your little dog too pretty faithful to my mom too yeah so any like 
male that came into the house that wanted to do something. Or yeah. walk. Sometimes he'd bark at my brothers just for walking past kind of thing, you know. They're very barky, aren't they? That, yeah. That's how <laughs> I remember the amount of times a postman would come and it would just, the house would erupt. Oh, my God, my dog would rip up the rip up the post. Yeah, they do not like new entrance to the house, do they? How do you, I don't know how you would not train that, them to not rip up the post. Mm. Because he runs so fast. And he hears it before we do. Yeah. And then he just grabs it. I had so many birthday cards with holes in. And, like, money that was inside the birthday cards would have holes <laughs> in. Holes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Compo. It's so funny. <laughs> My dog was called Compo. I, um, I, I just read here that it said a, a dog's sense of smell is 60 times as strong as a human nose. Wow. 60 times. Now, just imagine, Jody has a particularly acute sense of smell, oh, I would don't say. Don't even get me started. It, honestly, it causes me so many problems. Every sometimes. day there must be a point when she's like, what's, what's that, that smell? smell? Can you smell that? <laughs> this, smells, this smells funny. This smells weird. It says a lot about me, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> you smell funny. Yeah. Can you smell that? And so just imagine if you were a dog, 60 times your level of smell ability my mm. nose is not very good at all but the the problem with my smell sense is that i all i'm also sent like i'm sensitive to the smell so not only will i smell <laughs> it but i'll be like oh gosh like i'll be offended by it and it will make me feel like ill in some way sometimes so, so if we're cooking eggs for example Jodie will just oh go into gosh. retch mode where she's like... <laughs> the, other, smell. the other day I boiled, I boiled two eggs. I just wanted like some hard-boiled eggs. And I was taking the skin off. Uh, not the skin, the, the shell. And as I was taking it off, I was like... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> they do smell then, bad though, don't they? But then like Jack was looking at me and after I'd peeled it, I just like... You know, popped it in my mouth. I was like, oh, it's really nice. And you you couldn't believe the complete contrast of like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> well, actually, linking onto that. Um, I can't imagine having 60 times more. Even though dogs have considerably better, uh, you know, smell receptors, humans have better or more taste buds than dogs do. Mm. So that sense of taste is much more defined. Wow. Than a dog is, which is weird, isn't it? Because you would think, you know, the, the way that smell <laughs> and taste yeah. is linked. Yeah. You'd think they'd be just proportional. Three to I, just, one, you know, <laughs> I just had this image of like a golden retriever or something with some like glasses on, like, oh, yeah, it's like I'm really tasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, and just going through all the, the flavors of the, yeah. like, of the food. I'm getting hints of salmon in this. I'm getting, yeah, some asparagus. Did it'll, you? It'll be salmon with it. Don't they have? I love how they try to make dog food seem appealing to even humans. They put all these really fancy flavors on. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> these gourmet tins of mm. dog food. <laughs> yeah. If only they could see the process that they go through to be created. Um, did you know that all puppies are born deaf? I didn't know that. No. I wonder why that is. Do you think the barking's too loud for them? When do they get their hearing? I don't know. It must be quickly, though, must not it? Because I know, oh, when, I think it's you know when they come out and their eyes are all, like, yeah. closed up and... They kind of still look like a fetus when they come out. Yeah, they do, or little... Because they don't have any... Little hairless... Uh, 
Like moles. Yeah. Little moles. It's quite yeah. amazing, actually, that dogs carry so many babies. Like, they can carry, like, 12 babies. That's incredible, isn't it? Puppies to say they're so babies. small. But I, I suppose puppies are equally as small. It's not the size of a baby, is it? <laughs> Does a duck, like, carry all the eggs in one go and then lay them all in one go? Or do they, like, lay them one at a time and then the other one, like... Well, they would lay them one at a time, wouldn't they? They wouldn't just all fall out at the same time. Is that what you mean? So, like, how does it get, like, how do they get... I need to look into this. I've got no idea about duck biology. I was just thinking because, like, a duck will probably... Work, like... <laughs> just, do they keep them in the fridge? Because <laughs> <laughs> you see... You see... <laughs> Put eggs in fridge, would you, Bob? <laughs> little duck, like, waddling to the fridge. Uh, one. Uh, put that in there. They go bad in the sun, they will. <laughs> No, I, just, I was thinking because, like, do they hold... Because they're such small bodies. Do they hold 12 eggs or something inside them? Because, you know, you see ducks and they, they've they got, like, lots of little ducklings with them. Yeah, they Like, you know, around 10 or something. But they're very small, aren't they? Duck eggs are quite small. Does that mean the ducks come out really small? I think so. The egg doesn't grab outside the ducks, does it? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> We're asking all these duck questions, I just don't know. I'm I mean, sure. it could. We'll do, we'll do a duck egg episode. <laughs> next, time. <laughs> next time, duck, ep- duck episode. Next exciting episode. Um, <laughs> dogs curl up in a ball when sleeping to protect their organs, a holdover from their days in the wild when they were vulnerable to predator attacks. Mm. That's why they're always in those <laughs> funny little um, snail shell uh, <laughs> shape. I just thought it was comfortable. But thinking about it, it can't be comfortable having your neck in that position for that long. We, well, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because we kind of do it too. You know, when you're I in don't bed. curl up like that. I don't bend my neck forward like that. No, but we, we huddle into a fetal position. Sometimes, often. but it's not very comfortable. You have to lie on your back or... yeah. I suppose. I saw this video and I thought it was a joke, but it's not a joke. And it's how to correctly lie in bed. But like, this, <laughs> okay. but this on guy, head. but this guy, like, so he was like, "This is how you lie on your back," and he had a pillow behind his his head, like pulled down, like over his shoulders. So he was like cocooned in the pillow. His head was. So you mean so it fan around the back of his head? Yeah. Right. Okay. And over his shoulders, and then he had one under his under his feet, like under his legs, and then he had one either, either side to stop him rolling over. Right. So he just looked like completely like there's pillows everywhere. I was like, okay. Pillow man. And then he's like, if you want to lie on the side, you have to like have the one pillow like, you know, tucked again between your shoulder and your neck, one between your legs, one at the front and one at the back, <laughs> one to stop you rolling forward, one to stop you rolling backwards. Okay. And I was laughing when the video was playing. Because I thought it was a joke. It was like, look at all the pillow kind of thing. Like, look at all the pillows. Like, this is how I sleep with, like, ten pillows. And then at the end, he's like, I hope you get a better sleep. And there was no, like, punchline. <laughs> it was genuine. <laughs> it was genuine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> I don't, I can't, I don't, I couldn't sleep with four pillows. That's a bit. There's no room. Like, imagine I had four pillows and one in front, like, one to the right side of me, one to the left side of me. And you had one to the, the left and right side of you. 
We'd just be drowning in pillows, wouldn't we? And who has that many pillows anyway? And they don't stay where you put them ever. My pillows always end up on the floor. That's so true. Isn't it weird? The, <laughs> you um, you wake up in the strangest positions. Do you? Or you close. Yeah, or, you know, things are around you in such a strange formation than they were when you went to sleep. Or bits of your clothing are like. That's very much you. You do that. I do a little bit, but you, you're definitely... I, I think that's quite common, really. Like, Jack wakes up sometimes and his hood has done, like, a full 180. Yeah, I wake up sometimes and it's like <laughs> I've got up in the night, taken all my clothes off, put them back on backwards, and then got back into bed. Because I wake up and everything is just shuffled round. Isn't sleepwalking scary? Talking about that. Because no. pe- some people would do that when they were sleepwalking. I've only ever sleptwalked... What's, what's the past tense? <laughs> Sleepwalked. Sleeping walking. Slept walked. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever done that once. Really? You've yeah. slept walked? Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. I don't like that. I got a piece of soap and was just I might not have married you rubbing if, it around if I my knew that. And then my parents found me. <laughs> Told me to put the soap down. <laughs> and then I went back to bed. That was it. That was the How extent old are you? of my... I don't even remember. Did you know what I said? What? I said I might not have married you if I knew that. What? Because it's, I just, I think that's really scary. I've done it once. That's really scary. In my scary. entire life of 31 years. That's really scary, Jack. <laughs> what? what if it just comes back when you're older? Oh, it maybe it will. I just think, like, I've watched some scary videos of things people have done while they've been sleepwalking. It's terrifying. Don't get thinking that. One guy, like, kept jumping out the window. And they had to, like, tape the window up and stuff, and he still got out. Actually... <laughs> now I think about it. I've, I've, vague, I've got this memory of my granddad telling me that he used oh, to have. Gosh, here we go. He used to sleepwalk terribly, but as a child. Oh, okay. So, so much so that they had to strap him down. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now you tell to, me. They had to tie him to the bed at night, <gasps> voluntarily, I might say, um, so that he didn't just start roaming around at night. It's so scary. Yeah. It's so scary. It's unbelievable that in your mind is still able to do so much in that dormant state. Well, when you fall asleep, your like your body like paralyzes itself mm. so that you don't do that because I think I think naturally you would because your brain is still That's active. a safety mechanism, isn't it? It's, that's yeah. that's why it does it. Yeah, because you. you know when you when you have sleep paralysis, that's when you wake up between those two stages. Yeah, so your mind is awake and your senses are kind of awake, but your body is not but your engaged. Your body's still paralysed by yourself. Like mm. that's that's you that's doing that. But the fact that isn't that is even a phenomenon that people can experience mm. blows. Otherwise, you just like kick out and do stuff all the time but i think coming face to face with someone that is sleepwalking is terrifying like what are you even supposed to do well you wouldn't i think half the time you wouldn't even know right no you would because they've got their eyes closed i don't think they do i think they do I'm, i don't think that's true really um i think often you would know though because you talk to them and they wouldn't be looking at you well there'd be just You'd a glazed expression on their face Okay, so you're saying you wouldn't know. So I get up in the night to go to the toilet. Mm. You're standing in the kitchen. <laughs> just standing there. Rubbing the soap. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> He's standing in the kitchen staring directly down the hallway. I'm that's, like, Jack. <laughs> that's horror movie territory. Jack. And you're just standing there. 
And you think I wouldn't know you were sleepwalking. Oh, that's horrible. I know, that's why I don't like it. It's really That creepy. reminds me of a scene on Paranormal Activity. I, I feel where... very sorry for you if you sleep if you sleepwalk, by the way. It, it, sounds, it, must it sounds like a, a nightmare. nightmare. It must be yeah. a, a... What's the word? Zombie? A walking nightmare. Literally. Oh, I thought you were on about... <laughs> you are on about Paranormal. Yeah. No, I was going to say, that reminds me of that scene out of Paranormal Activity where they're filming their bedroom at night and the... The wife gets up out of bed and she stands and turns and just faces her husband, just watches him sleep. Oh God, that's horrible. But then the, the video goes into fast forward and she's just standing there for hours just watching him. Oh, gosh, I hate that. Yeah. I but, I mean, that's that. essentially sleepwalking, isn't it? You know? Well, there's this girl that she's she's become quite famous online. I don't know her name and I'm sorry, I don't know her TikTok or anything. I don't have TikTok. But she does quite funny things when she sleepwalks and so they started filming it and I watched one the other day and she like picks up some ham out the thing and she's smelling the ham (laughs) and it's quite funny she like she totters around and stuff but it's like she talks and everything it's like really like scary like spooky I wonder if she has memories of it no no I don't think so people tell her of or show her what she's done yeah, because she put it online because it was just so funny. Yeah. People thought it was really funny, but it sounds pretty funny. But there's one, there's a video, and I think her partner or somebody is like sitting, sitting with, like with her while she's doing it, and mm. like kind of picking up after her because she's just like a whirlwind <laughs> going through the house. <laughs> it must be, it, it must be really irritating, mm. especially you don't have control of that kind of stuff. But like, surely you don't feel rested either. If you spent the whole night walking around the house, yeah, I mean, you you were not sleeping. Were you <laughs> you were <up laughs> and you, living a nightlife. <laughs> you'd keep finding things in random places. And be like, who keeps moving this? Who <laughs> keeps moving the remote? And who put the ham in the cupboard? Literally, <laughs> and it's you. <laughs> it's you. The whole I took time. all the meat out of the fridge and left it, <laughs> or something. Do me. Can you imagine. Have you got any more dog facts? Um, I'm trying to give you more dog facts, but my phone would is not. Uh, see, here comes the failure of technology. When your own fingerprint doesn't work, maybe I need a dog print instead. A nose print. I wonder if nose our print. noses are individually printed as well. Well, is that a stupid question? We, I don't, really have, we don't really have prints, do we? We have. I could tell the difference between mine and your nose. I mean, yeah, I have a far bigger nose. Oh, than you do. do you know what this? You have a tiny little cute nose. I have a this... large, vacuous. Nose. <laughs> you don't have a large nose. It's just a man nose. Yesterday, a little kid, speaking of noses, came up to the teacher that we teach with, and he was like, "Big nose, big nose, <laughs> big nose." Like he kept saying it and pointing at him, and he said it in English. Because obviously we, we live in Japan, if you don't know. Um, oh, yeah. And so, like, obviously they don't... The kids don't voluntarily speak English that much. Mm. Like, they're quite, like, nervous or they don't, you know, know that much English. So he, for him to come up and the first thing he says is, like, a big nose, big <laughs> nose, you big nose. And I was just... And he was like, oh, I have a big nose. And I could tell he was a bit embarrassed. Oh. And he was like, do I have a big note? I don't think he does at all, but kids just... They're savage, aren't they? Yeah. 
he um, said um, he asked me to because I changed my nails. And he was like, oh, you have new nail varnish? I said, yeah, I have to. Otherwise, the nursery kids, like, they really, um, what's the word? Torment you? They just... Uh, ridicule you? Yeah, I guess ridicule me for it. <laughs> for like, not oh, having new... Manicure nine. <laughs> <laughs> I, see you I see you haven't yeah. manicured your nails. No manicure today. And it's like, they're like four years old. I'm like, <laughs> excuse me, miss. <laughs> it's like, we don't have to have a manicure Do every you week. My nails. And they're like, why? Why don't you have a manicure? Why? I'm just like, you are literally four years old. Please. No, no. <laughs> cool, cool. I didn't want to paint them this week, okay? What do you want me to do, right? <laughs> do you want to do it, like, every day? I have to paint my nails, different colour? Or they're like, it's the same as last week. It's the same colour. You didn't change it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You've set yourself a standard now, though. I have set myself a standard. Made a rod for your own back. Because one time I did, like, cute little kittens and stuff, like little cats on my nails, and then mm. after that they were just obsessed. They were like, where, <laughs> where are the cats? When are they coming back? <laughs> when are we getting the cat collection when are we getting the cat nails back that's all we want to know <laughs> it's like every time I walk in the first thing they do is grab my hand to look at my nails it's pretty sweet it's quite sweet but kids are very honest we will end today's podcast on oh, this ending. final dog fact if you don't like dogs by the way I mean you're going to hate this, this episode <laughs> but never mind um, uh, I've already read that one okay when dogs kick backwards after they go to the bathroom, it's not to cover it up, but to mark their territory using the scent glands on their feet. Whoa! Didn't know that. Who knew that they have scent glands? My dog did that every time. Sorry, scent glands in their feet. Yeah, mine did too. Wow. You see, it's I really... I thought he was covering it up, like being polite. Yeah. Like, don't look at me poo. Yeah. You know, when you... Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. I've done a big poo. <laughs> you don't need to look at it. <laughs> it's with the earth now. <laughs> I'm going to cover it up. Isn't that strange? So it's just a no- yet another way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you can't smell my poo, yeah. I'm going to... Or the fact that I have urinated on every single tree. Yeah. I'm going to dig all the way around just it. I'm now going to rub my feet <laughs> all over the ground. <laughs> wow. That's very interesting. Can you imagine if we did the same thing, just went around rubbing our feet all over the floor? Do you know why? <laughs> it's just my land. <laughs> Do you know why I actually thought they did it? To, like, avoid predators. Like, if they cover their poop, then, mm. like, you, you know... Mean they like can't a, be tracked. Like, a bigger wolf or something won't come along and be like, oh, there's a dog around here because there's a dog turd <laughs> right there. This is, like, doggy VPN. <laughs> blocking yeah. their, uh, blocking their trail. Their, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put the VPN on top of that. <laughs> Quick, they'll never know. <laughs> the wolves won't find it. <laughs> scramble the code, scramble the code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just dear. thought they were trying to hide it. But there we go. I wonder if ducks do that too. <sighs> well, we're doing a duck episode, I think we've established. <laughs> we need to look into the biology of ducks. Um, uh, anyway, the, the purpose of this episode really is to say how much we love dogs. Aww. Aren't they not cute little things? Um... We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Sorry about the the croaky voices, but there we go. That's today's schedule. (laughs) Uh, We release new podcasts every Sunday at 6pm, Japan Standard Time. 
you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram tends to be the, the place to go, though, to see new stuff. Follow our, our tag is at Our Weird Life Pod. You can find us there. Give us a like. Give us a follow. All that kind of stuff. Become. Become part of the Our Commune. Twitty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this week... It's you. It's my turn for a revelatory statement, which I haven't prepared. <laughs> Here we go. We'll go on the fly. Oh, off the cuff. If you have a pet of any kind, today's the day to show them your affection. I think they do that every day, Jack. That is the worst advice ever. I don't think it is. I think because like if you animals, have to tell somebody to give your dog affection, then they shouldn't have a dog. Right. <laughs> animals especially they're around all the time okay so they become part of the furniture often i disagree a dog becomes a shadow sometimes just when the dog is least expecting it just go to them like oh you good little boy and ruffle the head <laughs> and lighten their day i think i i disagree <laughs> i think people do that anyway excuse me you cannot Disagree with the revelatory I'm statement. Disagree it's with not the revelationary revelation statement. We've got dissent in the podcast. Because most often than not, people will come in the house and the first thing they do is is give their dog attention. All right. They they. How about if you have? They're happy to see a tarantula. The dog. <laughs> you want to ruffle up a tarantula? No, no. Just walk up to the the to their vivariums, I suppose, of kinds, glass cages. Don't give tarantula advice. When Go you up don't to the have glass and like, hello, Mr. Spider. You're looking very happy today. That's yeah, it. Give him a compliment. You give, just... give your animal a compliment. <laughs> that's, that's my revelation. I think they'd rather get a treat. Well, you can give them a treat too. Not too many though. Otherwise, they'll be sick. Yes, exactly. That's not revolutionary, Jack. I have to, I have to say. Look, it was on the fly. <laughs> what do you want from me? If you've got a pet, pet it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boom! Mic drop. Take that revelationary statement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Animals. You look a bit wounded, Jack. I, I feel wounded. I, I feel like my, my revelation here's, here's is... A good, here's a good one. I, excuse me. Take a picture with your pet today because we don't do that often Oh, enough. people do that all the time. I see so many posts on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. I never see... All I ever see is dog posts anymore. In fact, people need to start taking less. Here's my revelatory statement. <laughs> Stop taking so many pictures of your dogs. Because <laughs> I keep seeing it. <laughs> oh, I love dog videos. And on that note, we will end oh, the podcast. Dear. Have a great week. <laughs> we'll see you next week with a duck-themed episode. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.